All right, we are live for the Monday edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting. And as always on my side, experiment with something new. So we'll see how it plays out. But uh, let's uh, check in and see. Uh, so who's hanging out with us thus far? Appreciate everybody for blessing me with your presence. And uh, looking forward to finding out what you guys are keeping your eyes on, man. Lots of things unfolding as always. So definitely would love to find out uh, what you're keeping your eyes on. And let me see if I can get everything good. All right. Let me see here. So as we give it a second, hopefully more people are notified. They can jump in. Uh, let me know if you guys are, if the audio is good, let me know via the comment section and uh, we can jump in and dive forward, man. Uh, interesting Monday to say the least. What else we got here? Uh, all right. So let me auto scroll. Okay. It's not the cops. It's oh, okay. I'm not sure what that is about all about, but we will see. All right. So let me know before I move forward. Uh, if the audio is good, I want to make sure I'm not talking to myself and then we can, uh, you know, keep it moving. Definitely want to open the phone lines up and get a chance to hear from you guys directly. So let me make sure I'm streaming so that I'm not talking to myself. All right. So it looks like I do have a few people on there. Okay. So hope everyone's doing well. Uh, let me know what you guys are keeping an eye on. Feel free to throw out thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat and we can uh, jump on that. We got DDC. CD Cofield, 314 from Boston. How you doing? Hope all is well. Audio is good. Good deal. Let me, um, okay. So let me just show, see how this looks on my side here. Okay. Yeah. So as always, tinkering on the back end, experiment with the new little streaming software here. So trying to work out the kinks as I, as I go along. So bear with me, but trying to have some fun with things. I keep hearing the RV is happening on the first. Uh, D, well, let me see. What is this? What we got here? Uh, D Black says, I keep hearing the RV is happening on the first. Uh, the RV, let me know. RV, what exactly is the RV? Feel free to let me know what the RV actually is. Uh, did you hear about Kane being Bigfoot? Uh, I, I did not hear about Kane being Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, bringing back the bootleg wrench. Hello. Okay. So, uh, let me see. I don't have anything set up as far as any of the, uh, you know, little screen things I put on there, but we'll try to make it work. Let me minimize my screen here. And so basically what I did is just grabbed a couple headlines from the uh, telegram and I'll bring them up and bring it to your guys' attention. But more importantly, I want to hear from you guys. So feel free to throw out some topics in the chat and we'll do what we can. Uh, Brother Mike, greetings from Jersey. How you doing, my friend? Currency revaluation. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it, it, I mean, once again, uh, I'm not sure, uh, other than commentators uh, sharing their uh, opinions on timing of things. But once again, I have yet to ever meet any economists, authors, professors, anybody like that that was spot on with their timings for anything that was as big as a currency revaluation. And so we'll have to wait and see, but then again, that's only what a day away or so. And so that, you know, just in, in 48 hours, we will find out if that prediction uh, comes true. I wouldn't hold my breath. Of course, I wouldn't anticipate nothing that big happening to where it's going to make the headlines. <laughs> it's going to be something that'll take place probably close to the end of the week, 
So to give the banking institutions and all the governments and stuff like that time to uh, scramble to make preparations for the following week. So, but then again, who knows? So hopefully uh, between now and then you guys have been uh, doing the best you can to prepare as well as just, uh, you know, shake things up when you're in a little bit. Uh, might check the debt clock. Um, might check the debt clock gold ratio of gold and silver ratio of dollar and gold silver and is zero. Uh, I, okay, so I did see. Let me close this window here. I did see that mentioned. Let me uh, bring it up here. And once again, the U.S. debt clock is just like it's 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 the equivalent of someone's blog. So it's not like it's an official government website where you're going to get, um, you know, some real, uh, real, like, you know, stats and facts in real time. So I wouldn't really give it too much, pay it too much attention. But then again here, so I do, do see to the far right, dollar to oil ratio now is zero. Dollar to uh, dollar to silver to zero zero ratio dollar to gold ratio zero yeah so this is just a private blog type set site I'm not sure who runs it it's been up for quite a while it's gotten a lot of attention over the last how many every years it's been out here but it's just somebody's calculations on what they think based upon uh, public figures or public numbers given to us so I wouldn't really you know, dive too deep in that as well. And so just based upon just those initial thoughts that's put out there in the, uh, in the chat about the currency revaluation and the U uh, S debt clock. So a lot of people are anticipating and expecting some type of event and they're, you know, and so usually, you know, when things like that happen, just look at history. It's usually out of the blue. Like we're, you know, kind of, you know, expecting suggestions and things, you know, are, are changing on the back end, give or take all the stuff happening out east and all the new mentions of currency, this currency, that gold, this. OK, whatever. But typically, you know, 71 Nixon window came after the result of the French and the European nations withdrawing gold over a several year period of time. And then all of a sudden Nixon came out and said hey, we're going to suspend it temporarily. OK, but that was a several year buildup. And I would imagine your average Joe was not anticipating uh, literally having their you know, Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. dollar uh, monetary system, basically defaulting on the holders of those debt instruments when it comes to uh, re reimbursing people back in real money in the form of gold. So that's just my two cents there. Uh, how will World War Three affect the U.S. petrodollar? Um, how would the World War Three affect the U.S. petrodollar? Well, if we get to official World War Three, uh, there's going to be a lot bigger concerns other than just the current monetary structure and all the things pegged to the USD or the Federal Reserve note, rather. So I'd imagine uh, out of that chaos will come definitely come some type of parallel system that they'll try to run from the West and the East. It'll take time to iron itself out. And based upon all the activities happening with those, uh, the BRICS and all those other nations, they, they're already gearing up for something on their end. And of course, the West won't just let that happen. So I don't think there will be a clear winner initially as far as the, the chosen standard that the world would run to. There's going to be a little bit of both. They're going to try to use the Federal, Federal Reserve note, SWIFT system still, as well as whatever that might roll out later this year. 
Uh, I saw that article, I think it was last week, about Lavrov talking about this upcoming meeting in August uh, amongst the uh, BRICS nations in South Africa. They're going to be discussing their own uh, type of uh, payment network or currency amongst themselves. And it's good to say that's already planned. They already got it ready. It's just a matter of them needing events to unfold as time moves along. Okay, let me see here. All right, so let me stop ranting, man. Let me just uh, get to just a couple things that I put in the chat, or not chat, in, in Telegram. Some things that caught my attention uh, as far as events unfolding in the financial as well as in the economic realm. And so let me bring it back up here on the screen if I can. And as I mentioned, I'm just tinkering with the new little software here. So we'll see how it goes, but I don't like that one there. So we'll try this. Yeah, okay. So uh, as expected, Based upon this initial filing by Twitter, it looks like they're going to try to incorporate uh, some form of a crypto payment option. So they're going to try to turn it into perhaps to some type of wallet, as well as uh, allowing people to accept and to send and receive cryptocurrency. So I remember a lot of people talking about uh, Elon Musk's desire to turn Twitter into a, a WeChat the uh, Chinese communist payment <laughs> rail, but it says Twitter preps for payments with crypto option as must eyes super app. And so for my people out here on Twitter, it's good to say a good chunk of people in a social media atmosphere use Twitter. Will you be looking to utilize crypto if that becomes an option as far as sending and receiving amongst uh, other people on, on that platform? And the biggest question will be, Will you be willing to put in your all your private financial information, social security number and name, address, all those official things? Because by them getting to the payment rail, they're going to need some personal information beyond what they have now. So would you be willing to do that or will you hold off? So I think that's going to be the biggest question people will be confronted with in the time in the days ahead. All right. Here here is uh, another little Interesting headline that caught my attention. It says recession is on its way. <laughs> Data's Fed shows factory activity slump for the ninth straight month. Oh, so now the Federal Reserve is jumping on board with uh, just hinting at the economy is actually officially slowing down. And on top of, you know, we got Jerome Powell in less than 24 hours or 48 hours, you know, a quarter point hike. OK, sure. Whatever. We expect that. But this is interesting here. Just look at this. All this. All this red here. If I can zoom in a little bit here. So this is a uh, very interesting general business activity is still negative, but yet there is no recession. The economy is doing fine. Uh, OK, sure. All right. Here's another one here. <laughs> Americans fall behind on car payments at the higher rate than in 2009. Automobile repossessions are climbing as inflation forces struggle, struggling consumers to make tough choices. Yeah, and I saw something that the average new car payment was almost a thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, it said the car Australian more payment soared to a thousand dollars a month, a thousand dollars a month for a vehicle. Yeah, rising auto delinquencies is starting to peak, similar to back in the day. But this is just what's happening in the in the real world. Uh, what else we got here? All right. So let me start ranting. Uh, what else? Let's open the phone lines, man. I want to talk to you guys and find out what you're keeping an eye on. Uh, let me figure out how to add some captions here. Give me one second. Let me see how this looks. 
Oh, okay. That's not bad. Let me see if I can change the color. And let me just tinkering around with some things on my end here. Let me see if I can change the color. I don't really too much like that one. Uh, let me see how I can change the colors. Can I change the colors? Uh, yeah, I can change the colors. Give me one sec. Let me play around the colors. Yeah, okay, that looks better. Okay, so let's talk. Feel free to give me a call. Um, lots of things worth touching on. I just more so want to open things up and hear from you guys, man. I can rant all day long about all types of stuff, but be honest with y'all, I haven't really been paying too much attention to the news just because, uh, as I mentioned before, you know, everything is stale to me. Nothing really new, nothing really exciting. More death, destruction, and uh, all that other good stuff like that. But I'm curious to hear what you have on your radar. Of course, egg factory burning down. <laughs> Never ending saga. Uh, TB, appreciate you, man. Yeah, everybody who's tuned in, definitely hit that thumbs up button. Share your support for the channel. And uh, let's talk, man. It's people's talk show. I want to have a little back and forth with, with some people. Uh, here's something from Rising Phoenix. It says, have you seen the quarterly data series on business economic dynamics news released from the BLS? Rising Phoenix, no, I have not. I have not. Feel free to uh, chime in on the results of that quarterly data series you're referring to here. And that's definitely something of interest. But I would imagine uh, it, it lines up with... Uh, what the Federal Reserve just uh, highlighted about uh, overall business activity trending negative. Uh, and that's the thing, like, you know, even I, I think the markets were down a little bit today. And let me actually check and see. I haven't even looked at this metals price in a minute. Let's see what type of activity we have in the metal sphere. And as I try to refresh my screen, gold's price is not really, it's not loading fast enough for me. Let me put this on the screen here so you guys can see it as well. Oops, let me put that up here. Yeah, so it looks like gold is still refreshing. But let me just go to the daily activity. It looks like it's running a little, little lag here. But anyway, keep it moving. All right, what we got here? So, yeah, phone lines are open, man. Give me a call. Let's talk. See where this conversation takes us. If not, I'll just call it a little bit short. Want to definitely make sure I get a chance to connect with my people. Might get in back, uh, black peeled. <laughs> we are at the end of history. Okay, at the end of history. Uh, I'm not quite sure how we come to that, but uh, we're you know at the end of history. Yeah. Uh, we lost 287,000 jobs in quarter two last year. Just released on 125. Uh, they yeah they once again the numbers we get man they pad the stats to. <laughs> To, to make this current administration look as if like the economy is doing good. And if you follow Biden on Twitter, you know, he's out here talking about his presidency is the greatest and all this, all that, you know, these people are lying through their teeth. Anyway, let's talk. Uh, let me get this going. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Tom. How you doing, man? Tom, I'm doing good, my friend. What's going on with you? Uh, not so much, man. I, I just wanted to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll ask you a question for once. Yeah. What do you think is the most impressed, the most um, black pills slash depressing news to constantly intake? Do you think it is the the uh, the alternative media, like mm -hmm. regular politics and world events? Yeah. Or do you think it is the alternative financial? For me personally, mm -hmm. I think once I stopped 
focusing so much on like alternative financial news, mm-hmm. my general move improved. I, I started getting into more like Bible prophecy stuff like I was talking to you about before. Yeah. But I was just wondering what you thought. Like, what uh, do you think is the most black pilled of, of the group? Uh, black pilled. I, I was the first time actually hearing it stated like that. I would say, uh, okay, so I, I, the alternative financial news is definitely. And that's why I've been doing this now for nine years. And I've been talking about it, these these events as they unfold to where, to me, it all kind of runs into the same. It's, it's, it's blah overall. Like, you know, we know things are happening. So I personally don't dial in as much during the day. You know what I'm saying? I share articles here and there. But, you know, I really, so alternative financial news to me is kind of the same. Like, listen to all the, you know, economists, experts, everybody's just, you know, basically, as I say, sometimes, you know, we're, you know, they're standing in the press booth looking over the field and seeing the Federal Reserve, you know, call shots and do what they got to do. And, you know, they're, you know, there's narrating the game and it's kind of boring. So I would say the alternative media is definitely um, not doing as much. It's not it's not it's not helping as much as I think it used to just because right now we're in the midst of all these changes. So other than be prepared, get your way to get your food, get your gun, get your ammo. Like yeah. what else really can you do? So uh, you just wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I definitely agree. Like, listening to all the, like, like Monaco and, mm-hmm. and you, and um, I'm, I'm not saying you guys specifically, but that, that genre right. uh, of financial stuff, I was, I was getting definitely a little black girl, so I, I stepped off that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the alternative news, it's important because you got you to gotta know what's going on. Right. You definitely have to be, like, knowledge is power. Awareness is, is, is the thing that people lack, though. You could be smart as hell, but not be aware of what's happening, what's right, happening. Right. And at the end of the day, though, I, I think everybody needs to get to this point where it's like, okay, it, this is all, like, we got thirty, we got a $31 trillion guillotine over our necks, so mm-hmm. we better get ready. And I think the sooner we, we get to that point, the better. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, even with that, you know, how do you get ready? Like, you know, the currency and what we measure in... <laughs> What we measure and uh, basically, uh, uh, I guess, I guess we we everybody for the most part give their life some type of measurement and according to a number based upon what their net worth is, what they work for, what they earn, what they save, what they expect in retirement. Those numbers are fake, and so like they've kicked the can so far down the road that they've they've skewed any type of real measuring stick to be able to determine what is value at this point. So it's literally it's whatever you have physically at the moment to enjoy. That's all you can really count on because anything in the future is to be to yet to be determined. So you really can't make any moves that really can position you as far as preparing other than just the obvious things that you can do right now and and have in front of you in your possession. Anything else is just, you know, basically a pipe could be a pipe dream. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly. What's that term? Price is truth, right? Right. If if the Fed and everybody else has been screwing with the prices so much mm-hmm. that they've been screwing with truth we have no we have no we have no baseline reality for what a house is worth the car is worth right. the dollars worth or whatever right. so yeah like we, we need to we need to get back down to just like the basics of like i'm going to give you an apple and you give me a bushel of wheat type thing right and i think that's probably going to be but I, I forget who i was listening to i'll i'll, I'll end this off here mm-hmm. i was i forget who i was listening to but uh it might have been like wealthy on mm-hmm. um we, we do need that we do need like the fire uh like the, the cleansing fire of a, a deep recession to just yeah. burn off all the undergrowth yeah. and just leave the economy where we can say price is truth and i'm gonna buy this apple yeah. for 
that is the best case scenario. Yeah, but and, and it's absolutely like you know, so we they've already told us and they've already prepared us and groomed us for the concept of a recession. Now it's just a matter of like whether Jerome Powell says soft or hard landing. They're still trying to say, oh, the you know things are not as bad as it should be. It could be a soft landing. No, like you know this is going to be a long drawn out process because of all the other things happening globally. And so I'm of the mindset that you know we're going to have something well beyond you know a depressionary style event. It's going to be lingering. It's not. It's going to be multiple year type of occurrence to where our entire paradigms are going to shift as far as how we view the world, finances, and everything in between. So. You know, they're trying to just, you know, dial things down and keep it happy go lucky. But I'm of the mindset, you know, what we're up against, you know, humanity has never seen, especially in this, in this digital technological age we're living in. So I pray that it's not that bad. But, you know, I'm not sitting up here hoping for like a soft landing. That's for sure. And a soft landing is be a mild recession. We recover back in a couple months and woo, off to the hills. So. No, no, I completely <laughs> agree. Like, we definitely need a recessionary, depressionary fire to mm-hmm. cleanse what now yeah um like i i absolutely definitely agree with that um but the thing is it's like it, once it's in the papers it's too late it's already happening they're right. already saying oh a recession's coming so the recession is here right. and, the, and, and the recession that's coming is going to be on deep well beyond what we have seen right and and it just the, the globalization of the economy all these moving pieces moving forces that are happening right now mm-hmm. it, it doesn't stack up to letting america stay in the position that it's in. We have right. too many enemies. There's right. too many things stacked against us. Right. Too much. And this is what we were talking about the other night. Is right. like, I, I, like, I understand the alternate finance guys. Oh, the dollar's going to collapse. The dollar's going to collapse. And it's, it's not joyful, but it's almost like, oh, it, it, it's laissez-faire. It, it, the dollar's going to collapse. This is the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I agree that it's going to be true. But are, are like... Wow. Are people really, really, really ready for what that means? No. Nope. Because I think about this every day. Mm-hmm. And as 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 much beans, butter, and bullets as I have, I don't know if personally <laughs> I'm ready for it. Hey, man. Appreciate you calling, my friend. Yep. Talk to you Wednesday. Have yep. a good night. Be good. <laughs> guns, butter. What is it? Guns, butter, and beans. <laughs> All right, people, give me a call, man. I missed a couple calls. Forgive me. Uh, I want to acknowledge that super chat there. PM, appreciate you, my man. It says, dollar will die from within. I hear the average joy at work talking in the streets. Um, so you, when you say the dollar will die within, you hear the average Joe. So are you hearing – so are, for the viewers out there, are you hearing more um, concern from your family members, friends, or people you come across work with, for example – expressing concerns about the dollar itself or the 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 outcome of the federal reserve note system or are they more so talking about the impacts of the consumer price increases at the store and everyday life that's what i would be curious to find out Uh, but pm appreciate you for that love my friend and so outside of seeing more news anchors interviewing people at the pump saying, you know, what do you think about the pump? What do you think about egg prices? What do you think about this? Like more people are like, it's outrageous, you know, you know, and they asking more senior citizens as well, like, cause their own retirement, it gets fixed. They come. And so a lot, my, a lot more people are there. They're realizing something's wrong. They still don't know the actual pinpoint problem itself. And the fact that the currency is being debased at a very high rate, to the point where it's being reflected in the price on the goods and stuff that they use. So 
But then again, by the time people realize it's actually the currency itself, then it's usually too late, unfortunately. All right, let's talk. Let me, I'm missing all these calls. Forgive me. Let me get you on here. Oh, why does this happen to me? One second. Give me a second here. Let's, yeah. All right. Hello, caller. Which name are we calling you, from? You got it. Hey, hey, I'm uh, Jonathan from New York. Don from New York. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? Yeah, I really agree with the last caller. Definitely got to get back to trade like how it was. I'm just here sitting down, thinking about like inflation and antique currencies, and it's man, inflation is just modern day debasement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because all the antique currencies are silver and gold. So right. It's like the majority of the public don't even know that. Right. Very true. And it doesn't help for those who are in the know. They, you know, it's only natural to look at the actual, you know, Federal Reserve price of the metals themselves and how they've been able to suppress those through all types of rigging and all types of activity because it doesn't really reflect the um, the it doesn't really reflect reflect the the true hedge that people tend to see when there's extreme price increases or i.e. inflation in the market. So they've been able to do a good job of making sure the prices haven't just gotten away from them because they don't want any exits out of this system in the meantime. So and that's unfortunate because people think, oh, gold and silver is not performing. Uh, you know, like I said, check what currency you're looking at. You know, it's performing around the world, just not in USD yet. And it may not. It, and they and literally it, might be able to pull this off for quite some time to where, you know, silver stay at 23, 24 for the next two, three years. And people will be like, damn, I give up on it. And then they'll win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, the, that's the foremost outlook for, for the people who plan that kind of stuff. Right. And, and it's interesting to me because I'm very involved with the numismatic community. Right. Mm-hmm. And and even the antique currencies like old like silver, you know, rubles, but also old silver like Venezuelan hundred bolivars mm-hmm. and five bolivar coins and five lira coins from Italy. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of currencies that were just about an ounce of silver mm-hmm. but like over a hundred years ago. Right. You know? So right. Right. It's so it's so wild for me to think through this stuff, right. man. Because like I'm like thinking out loud with you right now. Yeah. But it's so wild because I have a bunch of books sitting here on my desk. Mm-hmm. I love coins. I'm I'm just recently finding out about like the severity of inflationary pre- pressures while I just started a new family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like there's a lot to juggle. <laughs> yeah. You know, right now, <laughs> and it's it, it's it's amazing to be able to watch fellas like you. And I really appreciate what you guys do for this show sure. with this show. Mario is a good buddy of mine too. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Mr. it's like getting thick out there, bro. Hey. And I'm I'm out here in New York, so it's like <laughs> there's like a lot of layers to it out here, brother. Yeah. Well, hey, keep doing what you're doing, man. And definitely because you're plugged in, you're awake, and you you're one step ahead of the majority. Put it like that. So you know, as things unfold, you'll always have that one up as far as being able to you know take action beforehand, rather than being the last person to hear about it and like, oh well. Because those are the people who are probably going to experience the most of the pain because it's going to be that flight or fight experience. And most people, unfortunately, you know, they're not going to even know how to, quote unquote, fight. And so, but hey, man, appreciate you calling. Yeah, take it easy, brother. Yeah, be good. Yeah. yeah, good stuff, man. Appreciate that call. All right, people, phone lines are open. Give me a call, man. We want to hear from you guys. What else you got here? Um, see a lot of back and forth. Uh, Varsity should replace the Tonight Show. The world would, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be uh different. I get canceled within the first couple minutes. 
people in the AFC, all this stuff around me, they'd be like, what is this guy has an extra pyramid over here? What does he has, you know, a, a, a question mark on uh, Joe Biden's face? <laughs> Why does he tell people to get their weight up? You know, <laughs> yeah, no, this guy, no. Um, <laughs> you know, it's something crazy real quick. And I'm, I'm going to get to this call. It, it, it's sad that we live in a country where our own politicians don't talk about uh, the importance of metals just because it's not allowed for the most part on the, in the majority. Wouldn't it be great if most of most of the people in DC talked about uh, uh, gold and silver as just like the core holdings that everybody should have because it is money. But instead we have people like this, look at this article here, man. Uh, and I, and I know a lot of these people here are shields. They're paid for a puppets. I know that, but still it's just one of the things where it, it, it kind of disturbs me a little bit. Here we have uh, Senator Ted Cruz wants vendors to accept Bitcoin at the Capitol. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, you know, I've yet to, uh, he, he's mentioned gold and silver in some of his Bitcoin talks. But like, you know, it should be flat out. You know, every American, every U.S. citizen, every person in this country, all 300 plus million of us each should have some gold and silver in their possession because it's because it is constitutional money aka legal tender and it's the only form of a currency that is created by the united states mint i.e the actual government entity but you won't hear that thought i was worth mentioning okay all right sorry for that little rant there uh if the dollar goes down to 85 would that be a collapse uh rtd if the dollar goes down to 85 would that be a collapse uh i would assume that if the dollar goes down to 85 you know precious metals gold and silver will do quite well so as a, on a balancing scale one is going down the other one's going to go up i would consider that a very uh, you know exciting moment for people in the metal space as far as a collapse not really because it's not it's not really going anywhere it's basically saying our other currencies that's also in that basket have, have probably gone up. So, you know, fiat for fiat is still, it's like, you know, zero plus zero is still zero at the end of the day in the long run anyway. So uh, just talking about fiat currencies in general, you know, the, the, the Dixie can go, I'm sure, a lot lower. But then again, what about all those other currencies just in the same basket? You know, that's only if you have like, I guess, you know, not necessarily confidence, but yet if you have, yeah, if you still have confidence and faith in the utility of those currencies because they still spin then it wouldn't be a collapse it'd just be you know some countries deciding to uh readjust their allocations <laughs> uh should we be talking about the mint in the fed uh talking about the mint would be great unfortunately i don't follow them i don't follow the like the uh the i know i know big swear does a good job of talking about the uh what is it their reports on uh, their gold and silver mints and things of that nature, what they're putting out. I know that silver in particular last year or two has been extremely high as far as what they've minted and what they put out there in the streets. So, but the U.S. Mint is a, an official, it is the actual, it's, it was meant to be the actual money creator of our country, as well as our initial banking banking for our country along with the treasury the treasury was ran ran the books and the treasury oversaw the books and the mint actually issued the coinage but we've come a long way from that uh Stephen wisdom says did you see the u.s debt clock gap i just mentioned that and 
you know, other than just seeing those figures there, that's to my knowledge, somebody's personal blog. It's not like it's an official entity where we can look at them like, oh, that's like that. That's the sign right there. You know, the the you know, the dollar is dead because it says that you can't buy gold and silver for zero. So, yes, yeah, I, I think it's a personal blog, so I wouldn't pay much attention to it myself. Hello, Carl. Which name are you calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. How are you doing, brother? TB, doing good, my man. What's your mind? I, I, I asked that question about the dollar going to 85. Yeah. The issue that, that everyone has is that the dollar is too high against other people's currency, mm-hmm. which actually loses value the higher the dollar goes. Yeah. But if you have a lower dollar, it increases the value of everyone's currency. Right. So I don't think people would be looking into gold and silver. They'd be looking for looking for more dollars. Um, that's a possibility, but you know, I, I would imagine, I mean, being beyond the actual necessity for dollars or euros or whatever for the average person to use, you know, gold and silver, as far as people still wanting those as hedges against you know inflation figures in their own countries, is still going to be something that you know people are going to pursue. But yet, you need dollars or euros, whatever, to pay your bills. So, of course, the people will need it for that reason. But as far as holding large amounts of it, I'd imagine, you know as we move further into the future, more people will probably hold less of those fiat instruments and more of other things, not even necessarily big gold or silver, maybe Bitcoin land, whatever the hell they want to hold. So, but I get you though. Well, but, well, but if you look at the return value on those, those are nothing. Why would you want to hold something that doesn't give you a return value or that has no value? I mean, that, that, right. But I'm saying like, it, it's like, I like, so in holding gold and silver, I'm not looking for a return. That's more so just a safety net on some, and just in case. So, even having like a small percentage of that is like, I don't need it to perform. Like it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't need to, I don't think. Cause the currencies themselves are going to be problems. I never said perform cause gold, gold performs both ways. And people don't realize that it, 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 it serves as a, as an inflation hedge and mm-hmm. a deflation hedge. Yeah. And people don't realize that. Yeah. With an inflation hedge, it helps you pay your bill. Yeah. Not necessarily the whole, and and that's where people there's a lot of people that get it misconstrued about oh they're they're buying this amount of gold they're buying that amount of gold in an inflationary position or in an inflationary environment in order to hold their position of where they are Mm -hmm. because otherwise their country would fall right (laughs) if you're in a deflation period you you use that gold in order to to boost your own currency up yeah yeah so uh, yeah, so I, I think we need to just uh, stick with what we know rather than try to make it what we want it to be. Right. <laughs> I got Brother, you, man. I'll let you go. Appreciate you. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Natural Mama, how you doing? Long time. Hope everything is well with you and the family. Hope everything is going good. And the face says, finance is a scam. Yeah, it isn't it interesting when it comes to, you know, just the concept of your your finances, like literally within the last year or two, as the system is going through its shift, they're talking about now making it mandatory for all seniors in certain states to have a basic understanding of what or how or, or how to. I'm not sure if it's even balance a checkbook. because People don't even use that, but just the basics on how to manage your own fiat currency. And it's like, okay, why? It's usually, it's it's too, it's not too late. It's never too late. But then again, like, you know, you're starting to teach high school seniors the importance of being able to save fiat at the same time. They're now rebranding it to something completely different. And in an, especially in an environment where saving, savers are ultimately losers just because, 
you know, the negative rate of return right now, literally speaking, in holding large amounts of cash. So, you know, it's, it's interesting how they're you know, attempting to keep the kids in the system even more so. All right, what else we got here? Breaks down to square the debt. He's a total puppet. Who's the puppet? Oh, Ted Cruz. Uh, what else we got? Japan then China owns that. Yeah, I see a lot of people now starting to talk about Taiwan and some, and even I saw some people, you know, talking about uh, the next domino to fall will be a deliberate event staged by the U.S. between Taiwan and China to provoke China, the same way that they provoked Russia over the last year with this proxy war of Ukraine. So, Ukraine is the proxy for Russia. The scapegoat, rather, and Taiwan will be between the U.S. and China. So it's going to be uh, very interesting in the next couple of months because that's more than likely going to happen for the end of this year. Uh, Ryan James says, I just want to be able to afford a new beginning escape the nine to five to either Costa Rica, Thailand, Colombia, or Belize. <laughs> uh, yeah. Escape the nine to five to either coast. So any of those countries are definitely, yeah, not not too bad. Problem is those same countries right there. They're also going through a. They're also going to be victims of the global reset. Just because we see Belize is dollarized, and Costa Rica's, you know, you know, damn near dollarized. Colombia, the Colombian peso is, you know, not really doing well. So uh you know making dollars going there you'd be fine but belize is very expensive so doesn't go as far as uh colombia never been to thailand though ah uh, good stuff there what else i missed some nope question what crisis uh do you think they will come up with to roll out cbdc's uh great question um my i'm for some reason i always uh have been expecting some type of banking event and so, like right now, I think just this past month, they concluded the uh, was it the project, whatever the project was, where some of the U.S. banks worked in cahoots with the Federal Reserve to practice their ledger transfers of some type of either stable coin or CBDC. And so, once again, other than being other than not being announced, they never gave us any rundown. And so I would assume the event will be something in the course in the financial sector. And they're, they're going to they're going to have to use something that will be a great escape uh, for the banks to make it acceptable for people to want to take CBDCs or what, or however they call themselves, rolling them out, just because they're more than likely going to be they're They're going to appear the same way that you have on your phone now or your when you log in is just digits on a screen. Now, the back end of those digits is what they're redoing, but we don't we won't see none of that. And so they can actually probably kick it off officially however they're going to operate between the banks and this and the Federal Reserve and we not even really know that it's been a seamless transition. So that's an option as well. So but my guess would be that there'll be a financial, some financial calamity of some kind. Stock market takes a dive and the government needs to step in for the people. And then the Fed says, you know, we've already done too much. We don't want to, you know, backtrack and cut rates down to zero and have to do this. But we can reissue a new line of currency that we can directly deposit into people's accounts. So 
it's going to be something where fear will be used and the threat of loss. Like, you know, people may lose all their life savings if we don't step in and try to replace it right now type of thing. So I had imagined that that's something that they'll try to use. But what it, what exact event, exact an, an, an exact event couldn't even pinpoint it, but it will be involved with the banking sector. And then the government's going to step in between. And then the Fed's going to come out with and when it's come out with an excuse saying that we need to try this right now. So that's kind of how I think it'll play out. But I could be wrong. But I could be wrong. But at this current moment, everybody and their mama know about a CBDC. So it's not a matter of if, it's more so when. <laughs> so everybody here is, you know, expecting there to be some type of an event where a CBDC will be announced and it might be seamless on the back end. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Mike. It's Mike from Pacoima, California. Mike, what's going on, my friend? Give me some good news. Uh, well, good news. Uh, I went long on water, got me some big old totes, and I got about 600 gallons from the last rainstorm. So I, I got to wait up on the water aspect. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we're talking about, you know, just the normal norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just reminds me of the, what, 1988 Economist cover, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. phoenix rises from the ashes. Right. Uh, what I think is going to happen is I think this bond market is going to crash because, you know, you got a 40-year-plus bond market, mm-hmm. uh, lowest interest rates in history since Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, but also, we could be operating on a CBC, CBDC and not even know it, like you said. Mm-hmm. The inner banking system could already be on this system. Uh, they could be already interacting with the BRICS nations mm-hmm. uh, via transfer if they wanted to. Um, I saw, I didn't look up in, into this though mm-hmm. uh, too hard. Uh, Arcadia Economics today, one of their commentators mm-hmm. did like a little 20 minute video. I recommend every go, everybody go watch. Yeah. Um, I think uh, IMF, I didn't look up. I don't know too much about it. I just watched the video and heard it and I want, I need to go do some more research on mm-hmm. it. But the IMF released a paper or something, an email or something or other mm-hmm. saying uh, the CBD will be like a, it will be gold back, but it won't be fungible. If that makes, yeah. Yeah. So you won't be able to transfer it out. Yeah. But he was, he, he was speculating that it will be gold back. It had nothing to do with silver. So that will be, the silver will be gold's point, you know? Yeah. Hmm. When oh. everybody is rushing to the doors for gold with the CBDC, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to get it, you know? Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, that's, you know, that's a possible scenario. <laughs> so, But it's just like, you know, I, I would say nobody in the public knows for sure other than just putting together some 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 clues or pieces to the puzzle. And so but we all can expect that there's something brewing, you know what I'm saying? Just a matter of when and how it plays out. So, I think based upon history, oh, yeah. one of the safest bets has always been to actually focus on acquiring the things you actually need now, as well as, you know, when you want to store some economic energy, you know, gold and silver has always served as, you know, good ways to do that. But you can't eat gold, you can't eat silver. So make sure you got food and everything else to protect that as well. So those are just the basic necessities for humanity. Private, Mike. Say that again? You, you can keep it private though, Mike. Yeah, yeah, you can that's, you, you can't keep it. your coins private, but you can't keep that other stuff that's on a public publicly public ledger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everybody could see what you're buying, what you're doing, where you've been, uh, what are your interests. Uh, pass. 
Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Appreciate you, know, you calling, my friend. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you, um, just one, one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you know, because everybody, everybody's just so driven on the whole gold and silver aspect about, like, it doesn't doesn't produce any income mm-hmm. or anything like that. Listen to me. I don't want any income that comes in a fiat dollar denominated thing. Uh, I, I'll probably only trade my, my metal. Right. Plain and simple. That that's when it comes down to it. I'm not going to trade it for another currency. I'm not going to uh, like. Why? Right. Why? That's it's 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 insurance. It's CYA, Mike, at its finest. <laughs> so get your weight up, right? Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Take it easy. Have a good night. Be good, you too. Good stuff, man. Uh, all right, I see some thoughts out here. Northern off grid. Uh, says we sold our house in the city, bought 120 acres off grid, raised. Our garden forage, almost all our food, stockpile things we can grow, turn excess into dollars. Yeah, that sounds like a strategy there, man. Northern off-grid. Also, Northern off-grid, do you, uh, have you documented your journey, uh, i.e. video? Definitely, I got to check and see. Uh, definitely would love to, because that's definitely a learning experience in of itself to do all that, unless you're familiar with it. So a lot of us city boys you know, don't know how to do much of that good stuff. Uh, says trying to attract uh, others to form a community power and numbers and more fun. Definitely. Yeah, for, feel free to call in, man, and uh, you know, let us know about your operations, man. Definitely love to educate more people. And if you have any other community members in your area, have you guys connect or something. Uh, Canada right above Minnesota. Okay. And Canada. Okay, northern, northern you and Alberta. Seeds, tears, and human GMOs. <laughs> Ontario. You, uh, Hussein, bought uh, concept. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, I saw that. And so, uh, it, one of the, I, other than seeing the headlines, didn't dive too far into it. But uh, hopefully, you know, he can get a little bit of some of that, that currency back. If not, it's going to be gone. So, hopefully, that wasn't his primary. Uh, retirement account that he uh, was trying to put out there. Uh, Okay, yeah. Oh, what's we got going on out here? What else is happening out here? Let me see. Let me check in. And for whatever reason, my page is still reloading, so I can't do much with that. Can't do much with that. Thoughts on Iran. Uh, So I did hear about uh, Israel, if I'm not mistaken, bombing uh, something in Iran, but I didn't look into it. Let me just look it up right now. And as always, that's why it's good to have people with their ears to the ground to give me updates on what's going on. So, all right, let me just check this out because I wasn't, I haven't even touched on it. Let me put this on my screen here. Let me put this on the screen here. Let me uh, let me see if I can do it bigger. See if I can do it bigger. Make this bigger. All right. Here we go. Let me move this and then zoom in some here so people can see it as well. Let me move some things around. All right. Israel launched drone attack on Iranian facility officials. Officials say. Mm, whatever I see the words say, I'm like, ah, man, this looks like somebody trying to 
set us up here. While the lawyer, while the targets for purposes unclear, the city of Isfahan, if if Isfahan, Isfahan is a major center of Iranian Iranian missile production, research, and development. Um, yeah, man. Whenever stuff jumps up in the Middle East, I automatically think of biblical prophecies and how Middle East is always a hotbed for staged events. Like we've been talking about a lot of staged events over the last several years. And due to Saudi Arabia deciding to, you know, jump ship, I had imagined we're going to see a lot more events in the Middle East that's going to be used as a cover up to more than likely try to get at Saudi Arabia somehow, some way because of Saudi's uh, interest in diversifying their uh their their reserves beyond the usd so i expect an event to occur in saudi as well um but it says iran we say here iran shooting down almost all cocktail israel's lobby yeah and that's the thing like they all have us and i think iran has the uh the uh, the russian um defensive system so they're all able to protect themselves. So it's just a matter of another event on top of this happening to where it really escalates things. And then, of course, the U.S. will love nothing other than an opportunity to get back to the Middle East under the guise of helping out the Saudis. They're good buddies. Yeah, we know what that's going to look like. Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, I didn't dive further into it. That's just one of maybe a, a dozen stories that is hard to keep an eye on everything. But expect more distractions and diversion tactics the further we get along to the world basically opting out of the old order uh, of things led by the West. So there's no distractions. There's no amount of lives that will not be spared to accomplish anything to make sure the average Joe don't wake up. To realize that uh, this is all one big game to them, but unfortunately, it's our lives. Uh, hot war months away. Uh, Dr. Moda, uh, yeah, anything's possible, man. There's the fact the mainstream media is talking more about it now. It really has me concerned. Uh, do not be soft in your walk, people. <laughs> Uh, S four hundred. Good point. Remember when Obama said sent Iran a pallet of cash? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I wonder where all that cash at. I'm sure it's circulating back in the U.S. economy. I'm sure all that that those pallets of cash that they've put everywhere around the world somehow, some way makes it way makes its way back into the U.S. and in the form of you know uh, whether it be Iranians or the Chinese or whoever buying more. Uh, uh, what you call real estate as well as commercial properties and land. So basically the U S is funneling funds to all those nations so they can come back and buy up our country. That's like a little, because you've allowed me to because you've allowed our country to grow so strong off of nothing, you know, with the least we can do is give you some pallets of cash so you can come back and buy real stuff. Uh, 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 mm. I would say here, Saudis kick states to curb just the United States and America underwater 125 trillion. Ah, I mean, that's, you know, that's that's still a low ball figure. 125, 125 trillion. Sounds like a lot. 
But in a world where the Fed has never been audited, we don't know. We just know what U.S. debt somewhat equates to. But we don't know what the Fed has pumped into the systems of the world to prop things up. Because we know that every crisis over the last, every last, last two crises, the Great Recession and this last one, the U.S. was sending billions to other central banks around the world to help, you know, liquefy them. So it's good to say that they didn't pay that back because, you know, once again, you don't have to when you're, you know, in charge of the world's reserve currency and no one can hold you accountable. They won't audit the Fed or none of our politicians will even speak about anything with uh, taking the reins out of their control. So, yeah. All right. Where we at? All right. Good people. We at that 50 minute mark. Uh, as always, I appreciate everybody for joining me and uh, hope you guys had a chance to interact with one another and share some thoughts and ideas and stay plugged in and up to date on what's happening around the world. And uh, definitely want to continue to just, you know, plug in and have a chance for you guys to call in and let your voice be heard because this is the People's Talk Show. And uh, that's how I stay plugged in as well, because there's more than enough stories that I can't keep an eye on myself. So that's where I rely upon my people to help me out. So I appreciate you guys for calling and sharing your expertise and thoughts. And as always, my good people, I'll be back at it tomorrow, Lord willing. And other than that, be blessed, be safe. And as always, I want to make sure I end with a little bit of prayer just because we need it. And for my prayer warriors out there, hopefully you guys are staying active in the spirit realm, praying for our country, praying for humanity in general, because we need it. We do need it. All right, uh, let's end it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to join together as a community tonight on Monday. We thank you for your power that's at work in our lives. We thank you for your blood that was shed for our sins. We thank you for loving us. Man, despite all of our, our foolishness and everything that we have done to uh, disqualify us from righteousness. But we're thankful that through faith in Jesus Christ, we are counted as righteous. Father, I thank you uh, just for once again providing everything that we need to continue to move forward. We thank you that we are in the land of abundance and opportunity, Father. We just ask that you continue to do great things in us and through us and for us and allow us to just live out the calling you have for each and every one of us to impact lives for your kingdom. We ask it all in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. All right, my good people. I'll see you guys later. Peace. Do you have backup power for emergencies? The power grid here in the U.S. is outdated and at least two-thirds of the grid is 25 years older or more. That's why having your own solar power is more important than ever. With the Patriot Power Generator, you will never be without power. You can take it with you on the go or use it indoors, yet it's powerful enough for your phones, medical devices, or even your fridge. And right now, you can go to 4 and use the code RTD to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store. That even includes the Patriot Power Generator. You'll also get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus free shipping on orders over $97, and a portion of every sales donated to charities that support our veterans and their families. Just go to 4 use code RTD to get 10% off. That's 4